I have self-worth. That's nice. Thank you. I'm a good person, right? You're a great person. Thank you. You're killing it at being a person. Okay, so we... Uh, okay, like, I do have to <laughs> warm up. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk about how sunburnt I am from Pride. I was... I got a little pink, mm-hmm. but I did not burn. Well, you left before, too. I did. You You stayed mainly under the cover of shade. I'm a I, smart little white guy. Yeah, I I mean, Liam offered me sunscreen, and yeah. I had a moment where I could have been smart, and I said, yeah, I don't think I actually said a yes or no. I just said nothing. And then immediately regretted it, and I spent, like, hours walking around in the sun, frying myself to a little crisp. I don't know if you can see. Um I think I might have. Did I get the whole like the whole classic sunglasses tan thing around my eyes? Well, the lighting is a little bit dim in here, but I am seeing like mm. a little trace. Yeah, yeah, but it was fun. Yay, Pride! What a good time! I have been to Ferndale Pride before, and uh, I've been to Pride in Manhattan, um, but this was my first Motor City Pride in downtown Detroit, and. It was way bigger than I realized. It was awesome. It was in the same, like, you know, Heart Plaza area that they do. Movement. Movement, and it was the same kind of vibe. It was awesome. Nice time. It was very nice. I had lemonade. I had fried chicken. I danced. I partied. Cool. My people. My people. <laughs> my people. Um... We also opened for Tune Yards. Yeah, that was cool. It was a really that was a good show. Yeah, um, Tune Yards is my musical hero, so that's cool. Yep. It's like I feel like I'm. I just keep saying that like almost flatly. Oh, because I, it's I a think because it's overwhelming. It's a lot to yeah, deal it's overwhelming. With. Yeah. I really like your music. It's just like I've been your fan for a long time. Such a big fan. Yeah, yeah that's a <laughs> sorry about that's a rough. Sorry, moment. yeah. I've fundamentally changed the game of the podcast. I mm-hmm. figured out how to sit across from you. Oh, so you're not going to just be like sucked into a giant. I was going to say sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, um, everyone. We do we do this podcast from Scott just, just gets like in a sleeping matching bag. sleeping bags. Ugh, <laughs> oh, I'm here to tell you about the internet. It's rough. Buckle in. It's just that the moment that we see each other, it's we just like start we, talking about cults. It does immediately come up every time. Yeah. Yo, you on this new cult? Yeah. And you were behind. I was behind. So on the I cult. had to tell you all about the new cult, which is like cults we've been vaguely aware of the Teal Swan cults, but I just watched, you know, the whole Hulu doc and. I think that it we is. can deep dive on our feelings on Teal Swan. It's probably on a paywalled episode. We can do that. It's interesting you say deep dive because the name of the show is called The Deep End. It's almost like Teal Swan has psychically entered your Psychosy. frame of of reference without um Yeah. yeah. Uh okay. It's also worth noting we're here at the beginning. This last here week we at the beginning. was really the first week that we started actually promoting the podcast. Look at us go. We we've just been releasing them and not 
like tagging people or doing stuff. We wanted to build up a backlog. Yeah. And we shyly put them into the ether. Uh, folks, you are listening to us. Good job listening. We've got uh, we've got United Kingdom listeners. Oh, hey. You know, shout out Lost Map, uh, Island of Egg. We, we found out right. the, yeah. Uh, we got Sweden. We got Norway, Canada, Venezuela. Wow. Australia has hey, thanks, entered guys. the chat. Uh, there is now global listenership. Amazing. Or we're catering exclusively to like super paranoid VPN people. Shout out <laughs> VPN people. Shout out VPN people. Definitely. Spread s- yourselves out. Make us feel good. Make us feel like we're talking to way more people than we are. Or way more spread out spread people out. than yeah. we are. A hundred spread out people. Uh, Imagine when we can start VPNing other planets. Hell we got yeah. Crazy listenership on Ma- the Mars colony. Saturn, big <laughs> Saturn VPN colony. That's a great idea. Um, Set up a relay server on Saturn. That that'll really hide hide our. I don't know. You know, that'll that'll be the place to do your pirating. Hell yeah! <laughs> I've stopped hiding. Yeah, I'm just, out in the open. Open pirate. Here I go. Cool. You know what? FBI has entered. Have the you chat. actually? Have you ever heard of someone getting um one of those letters like the cease and desist? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? yeah, it's only happened one time that I know about, and it's actually quite legendary. It was at one of the co-ops, and uh, I don't remember the. Uh, okay, so it was at one of the co-ops in Ann Arbor, and um, basically, uh, the. Uh, someone had been pirating. Probably everyone had been pirating. No VPNs. You know they're yeah, living. This is the early days. This is the early days. They're living crazy. Um, they uh, someone pirated specifically the note. Notice was about Scooby Doo themed porn. Dude, it was Scooby Doo, like it was like Scooby Doo themed gang rape porn or something. It was like really fucked up and weird. It was like out. Okay. It was out. It was out. Maybe I'm making it more. Maybe it was a little tamer. Maybe it was just like, maybe it wasn't gang rape. Maybe it was like gang. Banging. Bang. Yeah. yeah. Just a bang. Just, it's a, just gang a bang. bang. Just a bang. Sorry. I might have made it more intense than it was. It might have been like a consensual Scooby-Doo themed gang bang. Cool. I just know it was Scooby-Doo themed and it was like a, a lot. A lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like specifically noted in the and they pirated it. And they pirated it. Huh. Not paying for that. I think that when you're getting that niche, I think that you, you should, should pay. Support. I agree. I'm you not should support the artist. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is what we're like This is about supporting the arts. It, it and it is I would feel less it's like would you steal a car? <laughs> Classic. Would, would you, you steal, steal from... a Scooby-Doo <laughs> gangbang? <laughs> would, would you steal from Walmart? You know, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that would make you feel less bad, you think, than stealing from a local store. I mean, I mean this is maybe a boutique operation. There's all, no but... way that the Scooby-Doo gangbang... So the thing is, is that if... You like, are funding the creation of more. If you want to see more Scooby Doo themed gangbangs, because that's your thing, you have to give them your dollars. If you want to see more niche DIY music, you have to give them your dollars. You 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 are now. The question is, is it okay? Here's okay. where we get deeper. Okay. 
because like to, in order to lobby to send one of those things, you okay. know, one of those takedown notices yeah, 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 or like yeah, yeah. you pirated, uh-huh. it's usually from like one the of source? the big, one oh. of the big three corporations. Because individuals can't really. You can't really get in touch with an IP and be like, they stole. We could be like, take down the summer like the season piracy link. You know, we just wouldn't. We don't have the resources. Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling like Warner Brothers went. First off, someone is stealing our IP. Uh-huh. To make the Scooby Doo oh, gang bang. Oh, it's because of the Scooby Doo nature. It's because of the Scooby Doo. Oh, so first you're probably off, right. Warner Brothers you're is onto like, it. you have made a Scooby Doo gang bang. Uh huh. We should be fan. making some royalties. We should. You have to. They took the Scooby Doo gang right. people to, you uh-huh. know. And they then did now... a whole legal operation, and now they're combing the internet. For anyone who owes them royalties. <laughs> you are totally right. That's probably the only reason that yes. it happened. That's Scott wild. Murphy, legal scholar. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations on passing the bar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Summer Krinsky. I'm Scott Murphy. And this is I Don't Heart Radio. And this could be your new favorite band. So I want to talk about Asian Glow. Asian Glow. Asian Glow. This is, uh, this is some fun stuff. This is getting um, international and also very local. All oh, right? really? Yeah. How how can you be both at the same time? It can be both. So Asian Glow is based out of South Korea, and they have released several, uh, you know, albums. Uh, the first one to kind of like pick up some like fun little juice is Cull Fickle. Um, which everyone on the internet just calls um, full circle, like over and over and over and over and over again, sometimes even on like official press. Wait, d- does it mean full circle? No. What's cold fickle? Cold fickle, well, it kind of looks like it. It's like a dyslexia thing. I just noticed like a mass huh. internet dyslexia of people being on like the forums would be like, you know, full circle. And they're like, wait, it's not actually called that. It's cold fickle. It's cold fickle. I see. Yeah. They did the cla- the flippy. They did the flippy, but not quite. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. it would be Culferkel. Uh-huh. It's Culferkel. Huh. Yeah. All right. Just a, you know, fun That's facts. That's fun. And they um, are, like, kind of anonymous-y. Uh, there's not... Like Sia? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh is she? We know that they are a member of Fog, which is a dream pop band that's like super straightforward, uh-huh. which is kind of interesting because the the Asian glow stuff is pretty progressive and mathy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, the Fog material is like this is dream pop, three chords sounds like you know insert seventeen year old here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But this is one of the members' side project that's yeah. a little uh, more... It's a little, a little more dangerous. More dangerous genre mixing. Um, it was... It kind of... Because uh, you were playing it for me, and mm-hmm. it kind of, like, gave me... Um, I don't know. 
Well, I feel like you're going down a similar hole as who we listened to last night in that, or last night, last week, Orokin. Um, in that they're very, they're obviously different. They're more yeah. metal, but it's like kind of a take, an influence of the like emo days. Yes, that's actually really but interesting. In a different direction, this one more going like like cinematic kind of violin and also uh, a little more like atmospheric um mm-hmm. sounds happening the, yeah the post the 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 thing that keeps getting brought up in like press and interviews and releases is that this is tied to the fifth wave of emo is what they're we're in a fifth wave we're in the fifth wave it's interesting because emo is making a comeback but a lot of the things that have been like deemed the comeback are just like emo with it's mall emo with electronics yeah so this is more um this is in line with uh just you know for anyone listening this is more in line with quote true emo uh shots fired early 90s you know stuff before sunny day real estate that um that kind of jaggedness and uh willing to be um raw mm-hmm. in like the production and stuff like that so it's more uh, i think that if this is the fifth wave of emo it's more in line with first wave uh-huh it's like a branch off of first wave, sort of. Yeah. Um, but you're right with more of the cinematic. Yeah. Element. Yeah. Some really cool cinematic moments. I had a. I have a boomery complaint. Please do. It's so annoying that I feel this way. Yeah. I hate myself for it. Yeah. It's what my parents say to me about our music. Uh huh. I wish I could hear the lyrics more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I apologize. So I. You know, I do a lot of work with pop and, like, modern rock. So, you know, I do feel that. But I also feel like this is appropriate for the music. Mm -hmm. And what's nice is um, their band camp has the lyrics. Oh, there you go. Yeah, which I I really like. Uh, Not everyone does that. I like that, too. I I like being able to, if I really am into an artist, I like to, like, kind of read through and just have an idea of, um, it's interesting to kind of it's like reading a book and you have like the imagination version of the book and yeah. you have the imagination version of all the characters and then watching the movie and especially when the like author is involved in the creation of the movie and sometimes you're like this is so far from what I thought and then sometimes it's right on and it's interesting. That's kind of how I feel about like listening to an album without really being able to pick up the lyrics and then listening and reading through. Yeah. I have like an imaginary version of what I'm feeling it's about. And then sometimes it's like totally in line as soon as I pick apart what the lyrics are. And sometimes it's so far off. It's just like kind of cool to have this suspension where you get to create your own world for a moment. Yes. And then it either, you know, like it's like a connect for like falling through. It either like falls through to the right slot or it's like totally like tumbles down to a place that you did not expect. And it's fun to be wrong. It is fun to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I I do. I do feel where you're coming from there. But I also, um, you know, they uh, 
they do recognize it. Um, they describe it as like whispers from my basement is Ooh. the you know the tag for spooky for the album. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's on purpose, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what brought you to checking them out? Well, I did the thing that I usually do. Yeah, I yeah. listen to everything that came out, <laughs> and then I pick things that are, uh, you know, good. And interesting and underrepresented. So this hit those boxes. This was a really, like, this was a great week for singles. Mm -hmm. I heard a lot of cool stuff all over. I do make a Spotify playlist of, of, you know, stuff that I'm not going to talk about, you know, necessarily. And there is some solid stuff on there. It's uh, I Don't Heart Radio, but not quite is the name of the playlist. We'll link it. It's called I Don't Heart Radio, but not quite. Yeah. (laughs) Good branding. Thank you. I mean, you know, it's the name of the podcast. I mean, if anyone has a better suggestion. You got a double negative going. I Don't Heart Radio, but not quite. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, I Don't Heart Radio, is it stands alone. It's like a proper noun. Right. Because right, it's the right, name. Right, 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 right. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a sentence. Uh-huh. It just took me a second. Yeah. I'm waking up. It's the morning. It is the morning. <laughs> I beat you You did. Into morning to, a, this to morningness. You've become got, the morning boy. I got fast brain. Look at you go. So, I, you know, I listened to this, and I really liked, uh, so that track is called Sneezing Seasonal Creators. Uh, the the first one that we listened to, and I just really liked it. It's the it's the single, mm-hmm. uh, so I had to you know deep dive into it a little bit. Um, it was released by Longinus Records. Longinus. Longinus, and we are gonna get into as in Spear of Longinus. Spear of Longinus. Yeah, you're about to get brainworms, Summer. Who is Longinus? Okay, well. The Spear of Longinus is a mystical weapon in Evangelion. What is Evangelion? Oh, no. Is this going to be a, where I just ask a bunch of questions yeah. and I'm so, uh, falling deeper into like the Alice in Wonderland? For hole. anyone listening, my concept for this episode is explaining Evangelion to Summer. So <laughs> we go. hang on <laughs> to your hats because we are going to... We are going to experience deep brain worms. Do people together. know what Evangelion is? Yes, they know. Where have I been? Why don't I know? You don't have anime brain worms. Oh, this is anime. This is anime. This is. I don't. I've resisted for so long. I used to hang out with my. I, I'm an only child, and my next door neighbor growing up, Megan. Yeah. Also an only child, so we would hang out because we didn't have anyone else to hang out with, and obviously we also liked each other, but. Like, you know, it was kind of like a, look at us both being only children. And she loved anime. Yeah. And I didn't. You resisted. I Well, I would just hang and she'd watch anime and I would like draw because I like to draw, but I would just like ignore the anime. Cool. It was sort of like, it was such only child shit where you're like hanging out, but you're not talking to each other. Yeah. Like we were just both really weird and just doing our own thing and eating Pop-Tarts. Well, you're about to find out all about Evangelion because I have prepared like a doctoral thesis on Evangelion. Okay, what but, is? But real quick, uh-huh. Longinus Records, shout out! It's based out of East Lansing, 
it's oh, that's one, the local. That's part. the local. Okay. So, uh, Asian Glow is out of South Korea. Longinus Records is out of East Lansing. It's literally run by a nerd in his dorm room. Hell yeah! And what's up? He was. He's just a dude. He spends a lot of time on Reddit, and he found an album by another South Korean artist, uh, and this one kind of made its way onto the internet real hard. Uh, Paranoal. Uh, but basically, he just saw it was like rate your music. Mm-hmm. Reddit subthread, uh, and he saw that fifty people had commented on this paranormal release, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, that's hot! You know, that's yeah. a, that's a hot rate your music thread." Okay, so he contacted paranormal and said, "I'm a college kid. I want to print cassettes of your album." And then he said, "Okay," and he made thirty cassettes, and then it sold out in an hour. And then he just kept making them. And then the Paranool tra- uh, album, uh, it, it kind of went viral. That's a right? beautiful internet. Isn't that a, cause it? Because we get so many internet. negative things from the internet. Yes. But I got to say, that's like, a, that's like, that's the beauty of the internet. A kid in their dorm room in East Lansing finds an album from South Korea on a Reddit thread and like, and they work together yeah. to make it. An international yeah, sensation. It got beautiful. It got like an eight on Pitchfork or something. It got Pitchfork. It got Pitchfork. Holy shit! Yeah. Doesn't that sound like it should be bad that it got Pitchfork? Yeah, it got Pitchfork. It is kind of bad. <laughs> no, it is. No, it's still cloudy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the paranormal is all clouded up. Also, an eight. That's getting into Pitchfork's tops. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's between a seven and an eight. Yeah, I don't remember? Because there's but, like you know, a they, there's like a line of line, rating where yeah. you're officially maybe it's in a seven point seven. There's like a yeah. you know what I'm talking I about. Do know what Once you're you get about. you're in the like you're in a club. You're in the club of like because Pitchfork doesn't like most stuff. No, it doesn't. Yeah. But they they enjoyed the paranormal. Uh, so that turned Longinus Records into they they're just going around. They're finding um they they're specializing in South Korean uh mm-hmm. releases. Um, but there's like dating from Sweden, uh, Sonos Tomum Kanta from uh, Brazil, uh, Asian and then Asian Glow. That's uh-huh. like a recent release. So they're they're doing stuff from the dormer, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, now they are a t- early twenties boy living in their dorm so they did they went like i want to do a record label uh-huh. i'm gonna call it longinus records uh-huh. because i uh, assume that they are quite into evangelion okay yeah. so we're back we're back we've circled I'm circling back. back we did around. a cute circle it's a, it's and a cute i feel circle. like it's about to become not cute am i ah uh, <laughs> it's well it is and it isn't it's a very evangelion mm. is a uh, mm, complex anime. Okay, I feel like we're dancing around. There's no tentacles. Okay, okay, okay. that's where I'm I just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna get this out of the All right, way. You right. nipped it in the butt. Okay, no tentacles. All right, all right, tentacle free. So it came out in 1995, so mid 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, the creator, uh, Ano. Okay, I'll just do last names so that I'm not. Absolutely fucking yeah, up don't all butcher time. it. All right. Uh, he was in the animation industry and had kind of a string of 
critically recognized yet commercial failures through the late 80s and early mm-hmm. 90s. Uh, so he had contacts, he had some clout, um, and it just kind of led to a point where, you know, he was doing a network meeting and someone was like, you can do, we'll give you the budget to do literally whatever you want. We believe in you. Right. You're kind of a difficult person because he's also um, very, like, outwardly depressed uh-huh. is kind of his, like, you know, it's his thing. Cool. <laughs> cool. Like, you are a difficult man. We think that you might be a special boy uh, <laughs> and we'll believe in you and we'll support whatever you want to make. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make Evangelion and I will get full, you know, the idea is I'm going to have full control over this project because these other ones, they kind of, you know, Someone they fell apart and network head or yeah. whatever. Like I am going to execute my vision and uh, that's what it's going to be. Uh, and the thing is, is that He's also very mentally ill and like public about it. He's like, I'm very depressed and I can't finish stuff and I can't like commit to a vision. Uh, so the the history of Evangelion for the year that it runs is kind of marred in production issues and that like it's it's all like hand animated. It's the mid 90s uh-huh. and he's changing the script at like the last minute. Uh, because, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, it gets it gets cut down from 28 episodes to 17. Uh, there's just like a whole lot of problems happening. Um, one of them is like a couple of months before it's supposed to premiere, um, Om Kyo happens. Oh. And so Anno feels like he was maybe being a little too Om Shinrikyo-y in his concept. Wait, like it had anything to do with, so Um Amshinrikyo's- An apocalypse apocalypse. death cult. Yeah. Uh, And- That had a lot of like famous, like, or like high in the scientific fields members and they also did a a sarin gas attack? Sarin gas attack. Um, They were also anime nerds. Yeah, they were huge nerds. Okay. And Otto's like, I'm a huge nerd and- his he was uh he's just making an art right he's just making art no there's Uh no he's not like go do the thing but you gotta keep it to art you guys you gotta keep it art and he was doing a like a press (laughs) direct actions (laughs) where his uh you know he's he's hyping up his anime Uh and he's like my goal is to create more otaku and what is what is that okay so Otaku is a social phenomena of basically um, young men aged from their 20s to 40s uh-huh. that do not want to participate in society and just would like to watch anime and do like, you well, know. that seems bad. He anime. wants more? He wants more. That's so he's he's going out before Evangelion comes out. He's like, uh, this is a love letter to otaku. I'm an otaku. Uh-huh. I am depressed. I don't leave. I don't want to talk to women. They frighten me. I don't like it. This is this is for my people. This is for all the otaku out there. This uh-huh. one's for you. Okay. And then Om Shinrikyo happens, and he goes, "Ooh." <laughs> it's kind of like when. The like, yeah, it's kind of like the 4chan creator 
And then yes. the guy did the shooting, or 8chan creator, yeah, rather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, 4chan. Sorry, 4chan. Um, the 8chan creator, and Fred. then Fred. And then the guy does the mass shooting on live uh, stream. Yeah. And he was like, maybe, he went from like, fuck yeah, say whatever you want, do whatever you want, to like, I may have created Some t- a bad place. <laughs> I might have made the bad place. So that's one of the first things. Uh, a couple of months before this anime is supposed to come out, he goes, I might have made a bad thing. So okay. I have to temper, I, I have to kind of do a rewrite. I have to rewrite my own personal brain. And because it's autobiographical, it's the whole, it's uh-huh. this, all, all of this is tied up into this anime. So it's just all over the place. Episodes are released late, so on and so forth. That's like the prehistory of Evangelion. Okay. So it's just important to note that it's a very personal project by a very self-admittedly unwell man. But then also, I mean, he wanted it to, he, it sounds like he had enough self-awareness that he didn't want it to get interpreted into a... Into a... A, a, a bad. Yeah, and he saw the like Which influences the end of Evangelion. So that's yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. He's cool. learning. Uh-huh. It's very cool. So uh, cool that he didn't want it to turn into a like another bad thing into the world. Okay. The uh, the core of Evangelion is that it's pitched as a as a mech anime. All right, so you know people in big like robot suits fighting monsters, like uh, Transformers, like Transformers or uh, <laughs> Gundams. I don't know what that is. Uh, okay. <laughs> so there's an entire there's an entire world of like it's a it's like a it's a genre, okay? Sure. Person in big robot suit fight monster. Okay. It's a pretty straightforward thing. I'm here. I'm here so for I'm following. He's like, that's what I want to do. I want to make a mech anime. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, here's money. Have them fight. But then he's like, well, actually, it's about a little boy who hates his dad. <laughs> and okay. uh, Is he in the robot? He's in the robot. Okay. So uh, the the premise of Evangelion, and again, I do love that we are committing, I thought that this would be great, just someone <laughs> explaining Evangelion. Yeah, I'm, I'm just getting <laughs> I have to, I have led to be, along. I have to be meta about this. It's uh-huh. in the spirit of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... We're uh, we're in Tokyo, and it's thirty years after a cataclysmic event that basically has ended the world. Uh, it's the in the story, in the story. Okay, uh, it is the first impact in the is... gek. Was it called a gek? A gek? What did you What did you call it? <laughs> what did you call the robot genre? Mech. Mech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Sometimes like I just suit. this is the episode where I am my mom because yeah. we tried to explain the genre of emo to her emo? for like thirty minutes the other day. All right, my bad, mech. Yeah, okay. We're going full. I just can't. This fucking rule. This is gonna be legendary internet content. Mech. It's so amazing that you've Did managed. Say gek. <laughs> You have avoided such a huge brain worm. 
I, I, it's like really been pushed at me too because yeah. I've had so many friends in anime and I like literally just for 10 years hung out with, she was basically my sister. Like we yeah. hung out every day. We ate Pop-Tarts. I drew. She watched anime. I didn't watch. I know so many of the people around you, uh-huh. they are all absolutely obsessed oh, with Evangelion they've specifically. They've tried to show me, and yeah. I just, I like zone out. It's not like an intentional. It's, an, it's, it's like a, a biological evolutionary <laughs> me- defense mechanism. <laughs> You've got a geck in your brain, and it is protecting you. From the mech? From the mech. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the first impact happened uh-huh. 30 years before the first episode. And right. it's it's alluded to, you know, it's the first impact, uh, and now we live in Tokyo Three, which is like a uh, a mechanical city that cool. can uh, at any point have uh, like suck itself down into a bunker. Whoa! Yeah, pretty, that's ah, uh, that's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then we find out that the first impact was caused by what they call an angel. Uh, which is uh, just kind of a, a mystical entity from outer space that comes to Earth and like blows stuff up. So it's a comet or like a meteor? No, 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 no. It's like a monster. But it's sort of like a meteor? No. <laughs> it's a metaphysical entity. But it blows is, stuff up? That and then, blows stuff up. And it could be avoided by sucking yourself into the ground? Yeah, but so only like for so they they are trying to uh, they're trying to tunnel into the ground to retrieve the sphere of Longinus. Okay, the angel is yes. Okay, so it's like a meteor that has like thoughts and feelings and is a character. Yeah, but they're also <laughs> magic. Some people think. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Uh they can produce a psychic field uh-huh. that protects them from attack. Uh-huh. It's an AT field. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just imagining a meteor with an angelic like like halo. No, and they're all eyes. like they're 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 like they're monstrous. They they got like tentacles. They you said there weren't tentacles. No, but they're not you said no tentacles. The, no the, tentacles. Okay, we started okay, with okay, no okay, tentacles. Okay. They're, they're not doing sex stuff with the tentacles. Oh, you have dragged me. You said there was no tentacles. There are. There are. There, there are, are always th- tentacles, th- and this is why I shut down. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes they're tentacly, mm-hmm. but there's no mm-hmm. penetration. Mm. Just gripping. How tight are these tentacles gripping? Pretty tight. Do they strangle? Yeah, there's. Ah! there's okay. <laughs> 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 All right, we're this far. Okay, go on. So <laughs> these a- these angels they make contact and they're trying to bring on the next impact mm-hmm. to fully end Earth. And the way that they uh, have uh, come up with a defense mm-hmm. against the angels are to make Evangelions, which are biomechanical supersuits. All right. But the thing is, is that they they have to make psychic contact between the pilot and the the suit. So only children are able to pilot them because they're more psychically, uh, you know, available. Okay. okay. Why are they more psychically available? Less trauma. Hmm. Yeah. 
you become less cyclically available yeah, 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 as yeah. you exist. Yes. From the It's tr- like, okay, I could see it like, what if it's like, I'm, I'm writing my own plot here. Uh-huh. Okay, so like, I could see it being like, what if it's like, you're in the, the psychic realm before you come into consciousness and then you're like kind of closer as a kid. Yes. Because you were there more recently. Yes. Uh-huh. But then as people inflict wounds and trauma upon you, you become less psychically powerful. So is that like in your day-to-day life or is that via having to fight these No, in your day-to-day monsters? life. Like why why the adults can't just like pilot the Ava because they've been too traumatized. Okay. This is a trauma-based anime. Huh. Anno was having a very bad time. <laughs> So he So he was like, remember when I was a kid? Yeah. And I was so free. Yes. But also getting damaged actively. Because uh-huh. that's because they're they're piloting the suit and they're like and, and you know, their parental figures are like, You have to save the world. And then they're like, I can't save the world. And you know. Aww. Yeah. So we you know, we zoom in on our our protagonist, Shinji. Okay. Who is a 14-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And he has to pilot the Ava. His dad runs Nerve, which is the shadowy army organization that has built the Avas. Okay. And they're uh, called Avas. A- Evangelians. Do they call them Avas? Yes, or they just... call them okay. Avas. Yeah. C- cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we got Gex. We got Mex. We got Avas. Uh huh. Shinji's dad is uh, absent. And basically doesn't exist. His mom is dead. Uh, and he just shows up to be like, Shinji, you got to pilot this Ava. And Does he come re- like frequently to to remind? Infrequently. Oh. Or... Yeah. He sends like workers to go remind. Okay. He has like proxies. Uh-huh. And then Shinji's like, ah, I'm sad. Uh-huh. You know, no one loves me. But I'll pilot the Ava. Uh-huh. And... You know, Shinji manages to, like, you know, kill an angel. Good for Shinji. Good for Shinji. Wait, are there other children working? Well, not at first. Is it like a sweatshop of world savers? Uh, Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sweatshop of world savers Mm -hmm. is a real good analysis. All right. So Shinji is the special boy Uh because his dad. And then, uh, you know, he gets an angel. Good for him. But he's starting to develop some trauma because... Because his life is battling. His life is bad. He has to fight the angels. Uh-huh. Uh, and then very quickly, the show, because like the show is supposed to be like, you know, oh, I'm just a boy fighting an alien monster. Sure. And then like second episode, they're like, no, <laughs> that is not the show. He's <laughs> fucking sad. Uh-huh. This kid can't do it because he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but the way that most mechs, like most of these shows work is it's just 28 episodes of a robot fighting a monster. This is why I don't get into them usually. Yes. That is not this show, though. Okay. This kid is fucking sad. Uh-huh. He loses his mind while he's in an Ava fighting an angel. And then the Ava has to uh, t- take over. It psychically imp- uh, like uh, penetrates Shinji. Oh. Instead of Shinji psychically controlling the Ava, the Ava goes the other way. It can do that? Rages out uh-huh. and like 
kills the angel, but so violently and grotesquely that everyone's like, oh, <laughs> this is horrible. You know, Wait, a, what do they want from him? They want like a clean kill. How, I mean, he's like, what do you, what do you gotta expect? Sometimes it gets messy. No, I mean, this is like the tentacle gets ripped off and then mm-hmm. it gets like killed with its own tentacle. You know, Ooh, really, the tentacle turns. The tentacle turns. No one wants to watch this, and mm. there's collateral damage. You know, buildings get crushed and stuff. Uh, it's, it's out of control. Okay. You know, so then people are mad at Shinji because it's like Shinji, you didn't save the world. You're too weak. The Ava took control of you. What the fuck? And he's like, I don't want to pilot the Ava. Uh-huh. And then that's a that's a lot of the show is I don't want to pilot the Ava, but you Sounds have kind of complaining. to. The world's ending. Yes. I'm sad. Uh-huh. I'm depressed. So they bring in like others. There's Ray, okay. who's like a mystery ghost girl, like Ooh. white hair, uh, very powerful, very aloof. Mm. Shinji is very drawn to Ray, but Ray uh, is always at a distance. Like physically or mentally? Both. Okay. Always at a distance. Is Ray but... real? Ray's real. Okay. And then uh, Asuka. Like spooky Ray. Yeah, Spooky Ray. There's no. Asuka is a try hard overachiever. Ugh. She's German American Japanese. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, like, army brat. Uh huh. And she is the best at piloting Neva. All right. Okay. Uh, but she's, like, annoying. And no she's one likes annoying. Her. And, <laughs> but, but also very wounded, like, uh-huh. deep internally. But Wouldn't that make outwardly, her not the best? Well, it can. But she's got the outward bravado. Okay. That's she's projecting it uh-huh. into reality. So she's kind of like always kind of like a little more available to Shinji. Okay. But Shinji's like, why aren't you Ray? Uh-huh. You know, there's kind of like a, a little there's a there's some stuff happening there. So they're just like three kids fighting. Fighting the things. Saving right. the world. Saving the world. Shinji is very depressed. Right. And that is like 10 episodes. Okay. Just Shinji is very depressed. So what's going on with Longinus? Longinus is down in the, in That's the cave. That's the city? No, no, it's a spear. It's a spear. It's a mystical spear. And what is it, what's it, it can doing? either like kill... The angel, oh, that like seems... the the biggest angel, or if an angel gets it, they can kill Earth. Oh, yeah, okay, heavy, heavy the, stuff. The spear's also, got a lot going on. Uh, at the same time, these kids are fighting these aliens, and then like the the shadowy government organization that mm-hmm. Shinji's dad runs. Like, there's like this paramilitary group, and then they spend a lot of time talking to mysterious. Uh, slabs. Slabs? Slabs. Like a slab of... Like, uh, like granite. Okay, that's they, what they, I... They have okay. meetings with them. Like uh, a and slab it's, of it's, rock. It's never really clear <laughs> what uh, what the slabs of rock are, but they're, they're like some sort of super advanced AI or like a spiritual being, but it's basically a, a lot of meetings with a, like an army guy and a scientist and, and Shinji's a slab dad of rock? and a slab. Okay. Okay. But does the slab talk or is it yes. just like, oh. Yes. The slabs are talking. I kind of like uh, this. And uh, 
you know, there's a, there's a lot of like, okay, we need Shinji. We mm-hmm. need Shinji to activate the human instrumentality project. Uh-huh. Okay? And that's just happening. They're, they're like, the human instrumentality project, very important. We have to do it. That's why Shinji stays in the game, even though he's a turd and he can't pilot his Ava. Uh-huh. All right. So, blah, 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 blah. Stuff is happening. Adults are making plans for Adults, kids that have no control over their No world. agency. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. Uh, we, uh, you know, stuff is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Ray dies in battle. <gasps> Mysterious no. Ray. But then, okay. the next day, Ray is in the hospital. Just mm. like, like with an arm in a sling. Mm. Uh, but then it's like a like a classic like a Game of Thrones like backing down from killing Jon Snow a little bit yeah like guys yeah, back we would have bummed you guys out too Bard they go to visit Ray in the hospital mm-hmm. and she's just all weird because Ray's always weird okay and she just says I'm the third Ray like that's the that's the oh. thing we go through. They battling. Okay. Shinji doesn't want to, you know, do stuff. Uh-huh. 17 episodes. Uh, we <laughs> tiring. <laughs> okay. We get to the, what is supposed, it's supposed to be a 28 episode season. Uh-huh. It's been cut down to 17 because Otto Everyone's just sick of hearing this kid complain. No, 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 no. no. Everyone's into the show. It's a oh, hit. Okay. But Otto cannot do it. Okay. <laughs> the creator okay. of the show who, you know, is like, this is my very special show. Like a Dan Harmon, Rick and Morty situation. Yes. Like, it's amazing, but we're having, like, a series of mental breakdowns. Yes. And he's very public about it. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we get to the last, what has been cut down to the last two episodes, and he goes, I don't know. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna scrap what was already there. It's already shot. We gotta do this again. So the last... The second to last episode is mostly just over. like uh, like sketches. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's just like rough sketches, and it's Shinji like psychically journeying through his own mind, uh, and he comes to terms with the fact that he should love people, uh-huh. and that he must be, uh, you know, the way to save the world is to embrace love and embrace connecting with, uh, you know the world around him and he must stop being an otaku. Whoa, he, so his message flips. Yeah. As he's working on the show. Yes. Huh. So in wait, sorry. So did the um the sarin gas thing happen before, before the show it was released aired. at like at all. Yeah. But it had it been Partially created at, yes. or fully created, and then he changed the ending. Basically, it's uh, it's unclear? really unclear okay. because there's a lot of production uh, delays just mm-hmm. during the entirety of the of the run because it, it, yeah, yeah, like one season stretched into two years of releases uh-huh. instead of one year. Animation takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of time, yeah. and also he was like, "Ah, we're gonna push. We're gonna push stuff." Uh huh. So these last two episodes come out, and uh, but oh, it looks like shit. Uh huh. It looks like shit. Uh, it's uh, it's very Everyone's hard to watch uh, because they're like, this is, you can't yeah. make me redraw this yet uh, again. So you know, Shinji embraces love, and that's kind of the end of Evangelion. And people are mad. 
<laughs> they didn't like it? No. They didn't like it having a nice sweet twist? No. They wanted the otaku thing? They wanted otaku stuff. Oh. All right? Because uh, they don't- See, this is why I, they don't, I like, liked the, the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the show ends with just like the, the theme song playing while everyone gathers around Shinji and says, congratulations, good job. You did a good job, Shinji. Uh-huh. And and it's like Anno trying to like congratulate himself. himself. Uh, yeah. And it's really sad. <laughs> it's really, 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 really sad. Aww. Okay. And you know. <laughs> tough watch. Okay. The public goes, what the fuck is this? We were watching a show about monsters uh-huh. all right so he begins to absolutely dissect himself again he's Otto. like i shouldn't have said good job i shouldn't have said good I, job that was they, <laughs> i i was like i sought i wanted did... to make more otaku and i did and i fucking hate them uh-huh and so the depression turns to rage okay to, to, like a rage it is like he finds his creation so important and uh-huh. beautiful and he loves Evangelion but he's starting to have difficulty with the fan base right so he starts remaking Evangelion oh, good. over and over again oh good the that's next, always um the last Evangelion movie came out last year he's spent 30 years remaking and Evangelion and it's not like a twist on it or like oh another... they are twists oh they are it. twists yeah yeah, okay. yeah 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 well it's like what of... if it went this way what if it went that way <laughs> yeah 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 he does like he's exploring uh... the multiverse of what if he did this with Evangelion yes okay would you love me uh-huh would uh-huh. mommy love me oh yeah. it turns out that Ray is actually Shinji's mom ooh weird was there like a romantic vibe is what you were yeah. saying oh god yeah 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 mm. he kind of wanted to fuck his mom oh yeah. no yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Yeah. And then, huh. um, but there's also like a pretty good, like, um, it depends on what translation you're going, because like mm, the censorship, there's like a uh, like a homoerotic thing with they bring in like Ray's replacement uh-huh. uh, with like a, a svelte young boy. And Ooh. there's Shinji and him. There, there's kind of like some implications and stuff, but ultimately Shinji has to kill him uh, because it turns out that he is the final angel. He himself is? Uh, yeah. The, oh, or his... The, the hot young boy. The hot young boy is. Yeah. Oh. And they, they basically, depending on how you read it, and translated, they kind of fall in love, uh-huh. and it's Shinji's love to the secret angel that makes him go like, "I'm not going to end the world." Instead of the sword of long giant, yes. Well, he was gonna, <laughs> well, because he was posing as an Ava pilot, uh-huh. so he was gonna get the sword, right, and then, boom, yeah, end the world. Clever moves, but him and Shinji. Because Shinji has embraced the power uh-huh. of love and the importance of, you know, Ooh. reaching out to, you know, people around you, the the final angel goes, you have to kill me. So, so, what did people feel about that? Mixed. 
<laughs> real mixed feelings. It seems like because it seems like he was really he was like okay. I sprung the love on you guys. Uh-huh. Let me back up and try to find a more logical path of how I came to think that love is actually the way. Yeah, he really tried. Ano really tried to pitch love mm-hmm. on the otaku. He got a few sounds. Yeah, mixed. okay. So, End of Evangelion okay. is uh, a film that comes out... Uh, is so, it actually over? No. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Summer, no. It never ends. <laughs> no. Um, okay, he does Death and Rebirth, I think is the first thing, and it's a repackaging of the season uh-huh. into like cut into an hour and a half. And he's like, what if I was just more concise? Okay. Okay? Uh, <laughs> just pitching this well, just, in just, lots of different ways. Yeah, how about this one, you know? <laughs> What if the tentacles did like a little, you know, they like uh-huh. more mommy stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Like you didn't, uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. So uh, they're like, eh, I don't know. So he he does like, okay, the end of Evangelion, which is a retelling of those last two episodes, mm-hmm. and I do think that this is the definitive end uh, of the story. Um, so instead of embracing love, uh, Shinji goes inward. And um, basically embraces solipsism in which uh, Shinji is the special boy. Shinji is rageful. His mom is dead. Ray's mom. His dad's been lying about Ray. He wanted to fuck his mom. His dad is terrible. Uh, And it turns out that Shinji's embrace of pure solipsism is the harbinger of the human instrumentality project. So the Wait, slabs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. The slabs, uh-huh. like the whole, because this is, uh, the, the reason that the final two episodes of the season are l- disjointed in the way that they are is uh-huh. that there was a plot building for the entirety. Yeah, this is very Game of Thrones, actually, yes. in lots yeah, yeah. of ways. Yeah, you built a plot and then you've just ignored, you like, ignored many. You ignored every, like, like Points that what are these leading. talking rocks? Right. Okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so that, you know, because because he wanted to embrace like a pot. He wanted to fundamentally change his own life. But he, and he like wanted to do ignored because, the like yeah. cool, interesting, creative um, kind of like the lore lore that he set up over and time. Nerds love lore. I lore love above lore. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, here's End of Evangelion. It's all lore all the time. Feast upon it, you fucking nerds. Uh-huh. So Shinji becomes just a human black hole of just wretched, awful impulses. Like everyone, like Asuka and Rei, they're like, no, Shinji, come, come, you know, we'll we'll love you. And he's like, no. Okay. Uh-huh. Um and then the human instrumentality project begins, which is all of humanity explodes into goo and melds with Shinji. What? Yes. Just one by one. People okay. and, and like this was their plan all along. This was his dad's plan, the human instrumentality project. Because of uh so 
there is no hap the idea is that there's no happiness in many people existing there's no happiness in people uh interacting with each other the only way to solve humanity is to dissolve all consciousness into one goo pile so was his dad actually the final angel cuz that seems like a evil angel kind of move no this is just this is just humans being humans Okay. This was humanity's great plan so, to save humanity. So what's up with the slabs? The slabs wanted it. What? That's not a. That is not a. That is not a resolve. That doesn't. I thought you meant this was going to explain the existence of the slabs and like why the slabs were all knowing. It's just there's slabs. We still don't know why there's slabs, but the uh -huh. slabs want goo. Yes. They want goo. They want all human. I mean, you have to have another like level of of twist then, because it's like, were the slabs actually in conjunction with it? Like angels or the slabs? The slabs are. I think the slabs are like a super AI consciousness uh -huh. that have been developed by mankind in order to guide mankind in an objective, uh, you know, non. Human, non emotional, non emotional response. Yes, to what is the and the answer is dissolve everybody into one goo consciousness. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the robot answer. Because did they love it? Well, did the otaku hold, love it? Hold on, of course okay. the otaku love because ah. that's the, no, it's a me, it's a meta commentary on it though because he ah. he gave like a human he gave uh -huh. a human ending to his story. They didn't and like they it. didn't Reject. like it, and they are just they are just a slab consciousness. That is something that he talks about where you isolate yourself from society, uh -huh. thinking that you're above society, uh -huh. but actually all of you fucks think alike. Like oh, you like the Fortan okay. culture, yeah. like the they are like they are you're one. Not, you're hive not a mind. special. You're not a boy. special boy. You're a hive mind of people that want to feel special. Yes, which is actually not special within itself. Yes. Oh, yeah. All you're right. fucking nailing it. I love it, but where? Okay, I, I'm back on. I'm okay. in. Yeah, I'm yeah, back yeah. in. No, I'm in. Evangelion is a fucking roller coaster, uh -huh. summer. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, and that is a that is a huge part of his like thesis is uh -huh. that uh, um, when you alienate yourself from society, you're actually becoming part of a greater, shittier society. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the thoughts that you think are special are just thoughts that this other shitty person is having. Right. <laughs> like I have had. I I was an otaku. He refers to himself as like a healed otaku. Uh -huh. I was this, and I recognize that. Is just bad. Yeah, I I wanted everyone to be a goo pile, and that's bad. Yeah, that's the like the Umshin Rikyo thing. And that's where he identified of, yeah. of being special to be part of a goo pile. Yeah, hell yeah. So yeah. Shinji starts the cascade of the Human Instrumentality Project. Uh huh. He gets beamed to like. Saturn or okay. something. There's a, uh, there's like some Jesus stuff. Uh, there's some a, Jesus stuff. Oh, I mean, Pinto it's Jesus. It's all of the, it's all of the religions. 
uh-huh. are kind of just happening. There's just imagery. There's like Kabbalah imagery and uh, Shinto imagery and Jesus imagery. It's just all happening, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the uh, I think it's Saturn or Venus. I don't know. Nerds, you can correct me. Uh, we will... This should get the email going. We're looking for write-ins. We're looking for write I don't write-ins. know what about. I don't heart radio pod at gmail.com. Just yell at me about Evangelion. <laughs> so, um, Shinji becomes all consciousness mm-hmm. and then um, goes like within himself, within the consciousness, psychedelic journey. Okay. Kubrick stuff is happening. Uh-huh. 2001, you know, so on and so forth. Um, and then at the end of the end of Evangelion, okay. Shinji realizes that it's bad. He does realize that he has done a bad thing. In oh, that it was not. Dissolving the, humanity yeah. into goo. Uh-huh. So in the last five minutes, he through his newfound uh, god powers of, you know, god of the goo, separates people from each other. He spends like a thousand years, you know, in the goo, going like, it's pretty cool to not have to have like strife and turmoil and all of that. Look at us be one schplop. But then he realizes Uh that it's no good to not have other people. He has to release all of the consciousnesses. Mm -hmm. So then the last shot of End of Evangelion is Shinji uh, uh, recreates Asuka. They look at each other. They recognize that there are, in fact, other people. And then Shinji uh, strangles Asuka. Uh, Who's Asuka again? Asuka is the overachiever. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rude. And is there any tentacles in the strangling? No, no, no. It no it's just strangling. It's strangle. Okay. Asuka reaches up and caresses his cheek, and then Shinji collapses, cries, and then Asuka looks at him with disdain and goes, "I feel sick." <laughs> and that's the end. Okay. And it's actually so the like you know there's a lot written on the the end, but it's uh-huh. basically like Shinji is like he recreates humanity. Uh, and like is maybe oh like ah maybe I don't want humanity, but also I need to like confirm that you are in fact another person, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and then also the being a pathetic worm is better than being God King Special Boy. Yeah. Well, and I I mean if you are truly a goo of all, you aren't the God King of anything. Yeah. You know. If it's if it's a mixed berry jam, then there's no berry that runs the yeah the the spread. It's just a spread. It's only when there are you know multiple berries that one berry can be a standout. And I guess he was just a lame, kind of squished. Kind of like Shinji is a lame squish. He's, he's a lame squish, like a like a strawberry that the ants got too. Yeah, but it's better. But but you can't be, you know. It's yeah. better to be a lame squish. 
And that's the, that's the whole psychic journey of Shinji and Ano. <laughs> and, and that's the, I mean, that's the, because he's, it started as like, Shinji will be the stand-in for me. I'm a special boy. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, wait, I, I just realized through the creation of this art that I'm a piece of shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, because there is, in the first few episodes, there's like, kind of like a, Shinji is a special boy. Right. And then... It's like, oh wait, that sucks. Yeah, I'm. He's not special. He's a whiny fourteen-year-old turd. I have not evolved personally beyond being a whiny fourteen-year-old turd. Uh huh. That actually sucks. Well, and it's interesting that it sounds like him coming, the creator coming to that conclusion, was based on having to deal with his fan base. Also, that, yeah. Like having to actually commiserate with the people that he was supposed to. I mean, I guess in that in in that moment he was the special the goo god. Yes, and he was like, I have to separate myself <laughs> from this goo. <laughs> it's fucking wild. And and then uh, and then there's three movies that came out after that that are also slight psychic reworkings on uh, what if I was slightly different. I'm glad he's still going. He's still going. Keep making. Yeah, 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 yeah. You figure that out for you. I won't. I will spare uh, you the other three Evangelion movies. <laughs> but that is the, that is like core okay, so Evangelion. The, what, what happens to the what this label is named after the sword of Longinus? Longinus. John Longinus. Uh huh. Does it ever do anything? Is it just like, does it ever get used or is it just kind of a threat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shinji uses it, but he like fucks up. Okay. He like throws it into space. Uh Uh-huh. And then it just. Carelessly? Yeah, yeah. He misses or something. Uh Like, because it's like, uh, you know, it's a whole thing. Like, he's going to go get the Spear of Longinus. And then like, you know, Uh montage, montage, montage. And it's uh, because it's like a scary angel is kind of like penetrating Tokyo with tentacles. Uh, and uh, and they're like, he's got the spear. And then he tries to kill the angel with it and he fucking misses. And uh-huh. then it's just orbiting the moon, I think. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. And then it's something like the spear pierces the moon and then the goo erupts. It's very like biblical and like all that shit. So, so... Do you think that the, I mean, I wonder what, like, part of this journey, like, part of watching this all that got, gave the label the name, but I'm kind of curious if it was the part, the, the entirety of it, of, like, because it is, it is reaching out and connecting to others and seeing the others and, like, it is a, a place of love to see, to find music you found online and spread it into the world Uh uh-huh you know so i wonder if it was like the entirety of that journey that made them name the label after no no okay (laughs) all right well um when you are 20 (laughs) uh uh-huh you kind of think you're shinji Uh uh-huh oh so it was just the first part of it I feel like I don't want to. I'm not <laughs> I, allegedly. Uh huh. I think that it's just like if it, if I'm to just identify with the feelings of a young man. Yeah. It's kind of like 
Evangelion's cool, uh-huh. you know, for a while. Yeah. And then you start to think about it. Okay. okay. Usually later. Uh huh. But maybe he has thought about it. Right. But I did read an interview where it's like, Didn't yeah, it's like, like pretty cool. It. Like, okay. you know, I called it like Spear of Longinus, you know, after Evangelion. <gasps> and sometimes the logo is like the spear. And sometimes it's a still from Akira and like all of that. I think he's just a nerd. Okay. Uh, correct me. Yeah. You're a very nice nerd. Mm-hmm. You have not tried to become Lord of the Goo so So as far. We, no. I also don't like calling it the Goo because as we talked about, the Goo, the goo is, is good. good. In our personal, there's the Goo and the Muck. But this is so it's kind of like we've just we've tainted the what, Goo as we referred to it. Right. Is a different Goo. It than is this a different goo. goo. We're not talking about a Goo of humanity. Goo is like flow state, you yeah. know? So this is like... A jam. A jam. That's why a I was going like jelly. jam jelly. Human like jelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get away from the yeah. goo. Yeah, get away from the goo. Get away He's from that goo. Get away jelly. from that goo. Yeah. <laughs> Topinade. Mm. Topinade. Is that how you say it? Topinade? Soul topinade. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's how you say it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. I just I just told you about Evangelion. That was a journey. There was there were there were tentacles, so you sort of tricked me. Kind of. But uh yeah. I mean, I I I'm here for the whole thing. I like the twists. I like where he ended up. I'm curious. I'm intrigued even. You've become Ava curious. I'm Ava curious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Asian Glow They've got stuff out right now. Do they just put it out? Is this brand um, new? Yeah, so Stalled Flutes is getting a vinyl release from Longinus. Very cool. So that's out. You can order it right now. It's like, I think they're doing 300. So oh, amazing. Grab your go, copy. Go grab it. Yeah, before it's gone. And if you know a band that we should know, you know some music that we should be checking out, it doesn't get enough plays, but it's really, really cool. It's you. It's your friend. It's your uh, hero. It's someone you found on a Reddit thread um, that had 50 comments. Um, and you believe in it. Send it to I don't heart radio pod at gmail.com. Subject line. The- Longinus. Okay. Uh, also, you can give us money in a few oh, different ways. There's so many ways for you to give us money because you're enjoying this. You are enjoying. I know that you're enjoying. You're this still because here. I've Look been watching go. the metrics, um, and y'all are enjoying. So you can. There's a Patreon summer like the season. Uh, Patreon where you can find music stuff. There is uh specifically for the podcast. There's a uh, subscriber place. On a ton of dot com. Is yep. it a ton of records.com or it's a ton, a ton of dot com? A T O N U V dot com. And that is a that is a DIY paywall. That means that the uh you know, we built it, all the money goes to us. <laughs> no middlemen. There. There's no middlemen. There's no Patreon. There's no one can take it down. This is uh we can say whatever we want, we can do whatever we want. We're unstoppable, and on there, there's some spicy interviews, um, and we're going to start doing some uh, bonus episode releases that happen twice a month only for subscribers, only for paying 
friends. <laughs> so come on, money friends. Okay,